What's up, buddy? Nothing much. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, just sitting here trying to put the kid asleep, so you might hear some rocking chair noises um, occasionally. But uh, we'll, we're doing all right. We'll we'll make this work. What are you, an old man in the West? Why do you have a rocking the, chair? The rocking chair puts him to sleep. Okay, going old school with it. That's good. Yeah, he's he's got his own little rocking chair in the room, man. I gotta I gotta chill in here with him until like, I get him to sleep. So, do you, you have a big fun. box filled with like toys and hand puppets? No hand puppets. No, the, the uh, we do. Are waiting. We're waiting for him to get older, so we have the Punch and Judy uh, set for him. Oh, do you? <laughs> so, how do you want to do this? Do you want to act as like a, a host? I don't know, man. Like, I think we're both equal partners in this, right? All right. So this is the first episode of uh, PG Rating, the show where Gabe and I try and make each other watch movies and hate each other. Yeah, basically, we're putting our friendship on the line here. Uh, you really got me on this one, Paul. Inaugural episode. We, 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 we spoke before the episode. We picked each other um, based on – now, I'm limited as to what you can – pick for me where most of mine has to be streaming because i'm i'm a father of a 10 month old and can't always get out um i can always pick movies in the theaters for you uh but uh i, I picked one that was rated pretty high at imdb for you man i picked bram stoker's dracula well so basically what paul's saying is he can choose whatever he wants for me because my life is bleak and empty and doesn't have the joy of a child Listen, so you know you're you're young still yeah, so let's waste my youth by watching mediocre movies that I may or may not hate. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we'll eventually we'll pick a winner. Like, I'm disappointed that we've already both seen that uh, Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie because I feel like we would have picked it for each other, and we both ended up really enjoying that movie. Oh, I wanted to pick uh, Robin Hood for you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like it's in the same vein as King Arthur, so I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna be so bad, man. Well, I'll only enjoy it if there's a giant snake at the end. That was the worst part of that movie. Um, oh, that was the best part of that Jude, movie. Jude Law turning into a giant snake, which I'm pretty sure is how Captain Marvel's going to end, but people will love that. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> do you, you want to like just jump in? Like, yeah, do you I, mean, I, go... picked, I, picked, I picked Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, right? 1992, yeah. And you picked for me. Go ahead, let everybody know. I picked... Uh, one of the greatest actors of our generation, of our lifetime, his crowning achievement, I picked John Travolta in Gotti. <laughs> Which, by the way, I hate you. Do you know Do you know who directed Gotti? I have no idea. Who? E. Oh my god, that makes sense. <laughs> Kevin Connolly from Entourage is the director of Gotti. I, I, the- have, I have two other like imdb uh trivia or the imdb tribute tribune if you'd like uh factoids for you about that movie but i don't know what you want to get into first i don't know what kind of format we have what we want to do do you want to talk about your movie first because mine was a heap of shit and i might start yelling all right so how about we each describe our movies and then you know, we'll tell, like, IMDb facts. Mine will be quick, because there's literally only one fact. It's it's crazy that there's only one fact. This seems like a pretty, like, big movie, wasn't it? it I mean, it's a Francis Ford Coppola movie, right? Uh, yeah, it is, so I'll get into it. Um, First off, when I first put on this movie, I had no idea that it was from 1992. It looked like it was made in 1972. 
part of the reason why I picked it for you, I was going through Netflix, and I saw, like, some of the, like, you know how they have the trailers, but they don't have words? Yeah. And it looked, I'm not, it looked outlandish. And the weird music that plays in the background? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, only made for Netflix? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Netflix somehow makes all of the movies on Netflix with their trailers look like Netflix movies. Okay, so this movie starts off, uh, we're in Romania, Transylvania. Uh, there's a young Gary Oldman, who is a Vlad Dracul, who is like part of the Order of the Dragon or something, but somehow loves Jesus. And he has to fight uh, the Turkish Empire that's coming to get him. Okay. And for some reason, Romanian armor in the 1400s looks just like medieval samurai armor. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, when were the samurai around? No, he looked like a, a Power Rangers villain. It was crazy. <laughs> Are you telling me that Gary Oldman was dressed like Lord Zed? Yeah, a little bit, actually. <laughs> it's the same consistency. I want you to look this armor up because it looks just like Lord Zed. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Tell me more about this movie. So, apparently, like, there was some fake news going on. The Turks, after they got, like, destroyed by this one man, uh, sent some news to his wife saying that he died in the field. And she was so upset and so angry, she killed herself. So, Dracul comes back to his castle. He's so sad. He renounces Jesus and God. And for some reason, stabs a giant crucifix with his sword, which immediately starts to bleed. And then he starts to turn into a monster. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I've never, I guess, turning into an atheist, like saying that you're an atheist now, turns you into a literal monster. Well, was, was it something like enchanted with monster? Okay, so I don't know. He says, I renounce God and immediately that room starts filling up with blood. All right. It was crazy. And then we cut to the 1800s in England, where there's a mysterious Dracula buying up a bunch of land in England. And guess who his clerk is? Keanu Reeves. (laughs) When I think uh, 1800 period pieces, I think Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but it's Keanu Reeves. Not doing a really good British accent. If not, it's literally just Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent is this, Adventure. This is Keanu Reeves, like, Bill and Ted Point Break era, right? I mean, 92. Yeah, so you're just watching Bill going crazy. So, like, his, I guess his boss is like, oh, you have to go to Transylvania and, like, you know, do the paperwork or whatever. And I'm just like, so this guy's just a foreigner buying up land and no one thinks it's weird? And he's like, yeah, we don't really know who this Dracul guy is. He's just got a lot of money, so it's good. So, like, Keanu Reeves basically works for, like, Mr. Krabs. This guy only cares about money. So, he takes a train, and all of a sudden the train changes from London to Transylvania. Transylvania literally looks like Mars. It's all red. It's, like, all messed up. It it looks like John Carpenter's Ghost on Mars. It's terrible. Now I want Vin Diesel in this movie. I want you to tell me Vin Diesel's in this movie. Dude, I was so surprised. Then he gets to like, you know, he gets on this like coach 
that just leaves them in the middle of the woods. And literally, it turns into Beauty and the Beast because a bunch of wolves come out. And, like, they surround Keanu after some, like, gypsy lady says the dead walk at night and gives him a crucifix and spits on him and then they disappear. A bunch of wolves come out. It's literally Beauty and the Beast. And all of a sudden, Keanu's about to get murdered by these wolves. And I swear to God, Paul, Dracula's coach comes up. And it's being driven by a literal ring rave that Keanu does not find suspicious at all. He gets on in, he starts riding, and in comes the worst CGI and models effects ever. You know, it's 92. Are you sure it was CGI and not practical? No, I don't know. It was... I don't think they make animated blue flames as practical effects. (laughs) Literally... It turned into a video game. Keanu gets into the ca- the castle, and a blue flame comes up, locking him in the castle. <laughs> and he doesn't think that's weird. He's he just, he like, just oh, thinks this weird. is like regular, like uh, back eighteen hundreds ADT. Yeah. Okay. So the castle. Simply safe. The castle is like a huge tower. It looks like a bad He-Man set. That's it's cool. like really bad. It's cool. I'm in on Skeletor. Skeletor, Dracula. I'm in on it. I was kind of into this at this point. The suspicious part is Keanu gets there and out comes Kraut Dracul wearing a kimono, I might add, and a weird haircut. It's Gary Oldman in old man makeup. And he's just acting really weird. He's acting like a old man trying to fuck Keanu a lot of the times. Like, you can't really tell. Dracula is the sexy monster, so, you know... Yeah, but you can't really tell if he's, like, just, like, some weird old man that's lonely or if he's just a vampire trying to seduce Keanu to eat him. Anyway, I digress. This whole time that Keanu's in this castle, Dracula's the only person there. And Keanu does not find that weird at all. He's just like, oh, I'm here to sign the papers. He signs the papers or whatever. And then he's like, Keanu goes into this room. This is where the IMDB fact comes in. Keanu gets into his room and starts shaving with a straight razor, right? Uh-huh. And he cuts himself a little bit, and Dracula appears out of nowhere with his shadow, who is a separate character, by the way. Dracula shows up, uh, tells Keanu, oh, you've cut yourself, please, let me take the straight razor. He takes the straight razor. While Keanu's looking away, Dracula takes the straight razor and starts licking it like a lollipop. So, I okay. This is this is basically a softcore porn at this point. The IMDb fact about this is that Francis Ford Coppola made it so that the walls moved in while Dracula was licking the straight razor that's to the, make it that's more the intense. Trivia? Yeah, that was the trivia. Dude, we spend way too much time in this castle. We see Dracula, like, scaling walls and, you know, showing all his vampire powers, right? Which I really think they base this directly on the book. And it's, like, beat for beat the book. Which makes sense because Coppola made it. So it would make sense that he'd be so true to the book. But it doesn't translate well into film. Here's the thing about Coppola. He's he's overrated, right? Yeah, this movie just made me think that. Like... 
if you think about his movies, yeah, he's got Godfather Part One, Part Two, but Godfather Part Three is a mess. Well, let's look, uh, look, I'm looking up Francis Ford Coppola. Well, this is a mess. Uh, Ap- Apocalypse Now is legitimately like, I mean, I've never been able to sit through the whole thing. It's two different movies. It was a mess to make. It just it's good source material. Source material. I honestly feel like at a certain point after Godfather, where he got enough money to make his wine, his vineyards, he just didn't give a shit. So he, he was did, just doing whatever. Did you ever go to Epcot and see Captain EO? He did that. He directed Captain EO, which is a disaster. Fun fact: Doug Benson's in that. Doug Benson is in that. <laughs> We're like, the only... If you look at his IMDb, I guess he did The Outsiders and fuck this man directed Jack. Oh Jesus! He directed Jack. <laughs> I think that might be a. Well, we've all we've both seen that movie, so we can't do it. No. <laughs> Robin, Robin Williams in his old man body as a young kid trying to bone Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola decided he needed to make a movie about. Now, uh, what I want to know is, did Francis Ford Coppola direct this? Direct like really get involved in the scene where they're in the treehouse with Danny Glover and they're farting in a can. Yeah, he made the walls move in closer during that scene. <laughs> to make it more intense. Yeah, yeah, he did. All right. So so is Keanu the main character of this movie or is it There's oh. like six main characters, dude. So it's based like completely on the book? Yeah, pretty much. Then they move over to like the insane asylum where this crazy guy is in there. Oh, you know who it is? Who played the prospect there at the in Buster Scruggs? Tom Waits? Tom Waits is yeah. in this movie? Tom Waits is a crazy guy who becomes like a servant for Dracula. <laughs> like, he, um, what's his name? No, Frankenstein had the other guy. No, he was not Igor. Okay, I'm sorry. But apparently he was Keanu's like predecessor that went there before and he went crazy. Dracula made him crazy. And now he's just like in some like asylum in England just eating bugs. And talking about how they give him life, he needs to eat living things. It's oh, it's a mess. So is he a vampire? No, he's not a vampire. He just likes to eat bugs. Is the only vampire in this movie Dracula? No, we're getting to the other vampires. We're getting to the rest of his clan. Okay. Alright, so like the whole time that Keanu's over there, apparently he has a girlfriend back at home, Mina Harker. Um, Keanu's Jonathan Hawker, if you've read the books. Nope, never read the books. Well, they're like, whatever. The closest so, I got to Dracula lore is I watched Dracula 2000, and they told me that he was, uh, Judas. Can I tell you? Better movie. Dracula 2000 better than Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think so. Is that because you see vitamin C's nipples in it? Yes. <laughs> okay. I also think, I also think it's because... The whole time I was watching this movie, I was just thinking this would be a really cool, like, Xena episode or a really cool <laughs> He-Man episode. Is that, is that, that's the production values you're looking at? Yeah. Okay. Like, Kevin Sorbo riding into this movie would not surprise you. Or, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger when he played Hercules would be great. Oh, Hercules in New York. That's a wild movie. Yeah, it's kind of like this. So, it's like the same kind of style. That's why I thought it wasn't, like, the 90s. So, Dracula's just Draculaing all over the place. Mina's back in England, and for some reason, Dracula sees a picture of Mina, and Dracula starts sending mental images. He's pulling a Kylo Ren, 
where he's like connecting with with Mina and like trying to like seduce her from across great distances. So you you tell me Dracula has the force. Oh, dude, this guy is like as powerful as Jesus over here. It's crazy. Could did Jesus have powers like that? I don't know. Oh yeah, he could like teleport and stuff. I don't know. I right. <laughs> wow. I right, that that completely changes the passion of the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so Keanu's starting to get like wise on Dracula's like, you know, vampire nature, even though like the first two seconds you go into that into that castle, you know that guy's a vampire. But it takes Keanu like a month to figure it out. He's there a month. Well, he is he he's just getting done, you know, traveling through time with his buddy Ted. Oh my god. Do you know how he figures it out? After he is literally raped by three of Dracula's brides who come out of a bed and then start like biting his groin and sucking his blood out of his groin. Does that make you a vampire? I uh, no, you have to ingest the blood in order okay. to be a vampire. There's there's set rules that you, if you don't pay attention you'll miss them. Okay. So, like, apparently Dracula's shipping a bunch of dirt from his castle to England so he could stay over there. It's crazy. Um, so the whole time, this is like an hour into this two-hour movie. And Mina's, like, falling in love with Dracula mentally or whatever. And then Mina has a friend who is a little loose in morals. She has several suitors. And Dracula starts attacking her, too, mentally, and she starts seducing him. So, at one point, uh, Keanu's getting attacked by Dracula's brides, and in order to save Keanu and not kill him, Dracula throws a baby at the brides, which they eat, and then Keanu freaks out. And that's when he figures out he's a vampire. Okay. Uh, So... I'm just going to fast forward because all of this is like basically Keanu escaping from the castle. He throws himself into a river and gets away. There's also the use of the term gypsies here. Dracula employs an army of gypsies. Not gypsies. Gypsies. Yeah. So Dracula decides he's tired of Transylvania, gets on a boat, and he brings with him a hurricane to take him to England. And as soon as Dracula gets to England, without explanation or anything, he transforms into a monster, a giant hairy monster, that attacks Mina's friend and tries to rape her. Dracula's just going crazy. And then, for some reason, sunlight doesn't attack, doesn't kill vampires, it just weakens them, so Dracula transforms himself from the grotesque old man he was into young Gary Oldman and is just strolling around town picking up women. So you're telling me that he was when he was mentally trying to seduce them, he was still old? Yes. Dracula? Yeah, you could just see his eyes. It was like one of those fade outs where they just showed his eyes. Okay. Yeah, it was I don't Honestly, I'm not really sure what I watched. As soon as you said mentally and Kylo Ren, I just pictured shirtless fucking Kylo Ren with the pants up to his goddamn chest. No, basically, Dracula is just like, come to me, come to me, you up, you up. <laughs> Dracula sending you up texts. Yeah, basically. So, so like, 
it's weird because Dracula like stalks Mina in the middle of London and like tries to like seduce her. By the name, by the way, he doesn't go as Dracula. Every time he signs a letter, he goes D for Dracula. <laughs> he signs it as D. You gotta shorten. The, you gotta shorten the. I shortened my signature over time. No, this is horrible. So he he tells Mina that his name is Jason Blood or some shit like that. <laughs> Jason Blood, it's so stupid. And he tries to like pick up Mina right on the streets. He strikes out three different times. And then finally, I guess he decides to use his hypnosis. <laughs> and it works. Like, he had, he wanted to, like, challenge himself, I guess. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, take her out with a bunch of shit. Like, oh, you know, it's very dangerous to be in the city by themselves. But I would love to be with a woman like you that could show me around. And she's just like, oh, my husband's calling me or whatever. So then he finally just, like, gets frustrated and, like, hypnotizes her. <laughs> yep. Because apparently Mina is Dracula's wife reincarnated. So was... I'm confused. Did he know this prior? No, he looked at her... He was going to eat her, and then he looked into her blood, and he had, like, x-ray vision that turned out to be purple, and then he recognized that as wife's blood, and he's like, oh my god, it's my wife. I don't know, man. This was not... This is not executed well. There's also a random Texan person in this movie for some reason. It's a mess. Okay. Oh, so we're in an hour and 40 minutes into this movie. We finally get introduced to Van Helsing. Guess who plays Van Helsing? Hugh Jackman. Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's, you know, I, that's, there's something wrong with casting Anthony Hopkins is, I mean, 92, he wasn't super old, was he? Was this after Silence of the Lambs? I don't know. I don't know. He was kind of old. But all this Van Helsing does is, like, smoke cigarettes and eat food. And he just immediately... Dude, he gets to this house because apparently Mina's friend is turning into a vampire and nobody knows what's up. So they call Van Helsing because he's, like, an expert in blood. And he performs, like, a blood transfusion. In, like, the 1800s. He didn't know, like, what blood type she was or whatever. He just took random dude's bloods and put it in her. And he's just like, oh. It sounds like Dracula was attempting to just try and win the Tour de France. Dude. (laughs) Dude. Anthony Hopkins looks at this lady and, like, immediately goes, oh, she's a vampire. (laughs) Well, you, you gain a certain set of skills. He didn't establish it didn't do anything he's just like yeah she's a vampire (laughs) so dracula comes up again they see him they try to like kill him or whatever and he escapes because he's a wily guy he escapes by transforming into a bunch of uh rats and he escapes out the window (laughs) dracula yeah so he can turn into rats yeah yep so then uh, they have the funeral for Mina's friend or whatever. Keanu comes back. Keanu comes back because he escaped. He gets married to Mina in like some Orthodox ceremony in Romania. I don't know. They get back to London, right? And then Keanu is, for some reason, he has white hair now, like randomly. I guess he was freaked out. And 
they go to the funeral of Mina's friend, and they have the funeral, or whatever. And then Anthony Hopkins is like, "All right, now we got to have a second. Now we got to make sure that she's dead." So they open up the coffin. Body's gone. Turns out, turns into a vampire. So Anthony Hopkins turns into his character from the right and starts doing an exorcism and says, we got to stab her with a stake. So he makes the the girl who turned into a vampire, she had a fiancé. He makes the fiancé stake her because he's like, it has to be you. You have to do it. Then she starts vomiting blood all over the place and then he beheads her. And that's the first vampire kill. Is this not the end of the movie? Oh no, dude. There's still like an hour left. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna pass forward. Like basically they try to look for Dracula, they find him in some like in an English lab, then Tom Waits is going crazy. Uh Dracula turns into a bunch of green mist, tries to like seduce Mina, can't do it. So they eventually like weaken Dracula to the point where he has to return to Romania. Dracula gets on a boat and goes to Romania, which is stupid. <laughs> and everybody else gets on a train and tries to beat him in Romania. It becomes Rat Race. <laughs> Please tell me Mr. Bean's in it. I wish, dude. So they meet up in Romania and they're trying to chase Dracula back to his castle before he can get back to his castle. And Mina's there for some reason. They're all trying to get him. Uh, there's a point where they have to stop to camp because they can't travel because at night because the vampires is dangerous. And uh, Dracula's brides come up and try to like kidnap Mina and kill everyone. But Anthony Hopkins is there and he creates a circle of fire. And he does like a you can't pass kind of thing. <laughs> like Gandalf. And... Then they proceed to murder his horses. Then I lost interest at this point. So there was like a good 10 minutes that I didn't pay attention. For some reason, they ended up back at the castle. And they start shooting Dracula up with a bunch of guns. And like stabbing him with a Bowie knife or whatever. And Dracula like super weakened and turns back into his old man form. And he's like, oh, I must go. I must go. His brides are dead. And Mina, for some reason, is like, no, I have to go with him. I have to go with him. So she gets into the castle with him. Keanu's like, all right, well, we lost her, whatever. And Anthony Hopkins is like, we got to kill these fucking vampires right now. And Keanu's like, don't worry. Our work is over, but hers has just begun, which struck me as a stupid line. So (laughs) they go into the castle, which now that I'm thinking about it, Literally looks like the castle on the moon from Power Rangers. <laughs> Lord Zed, man, I'm telling you. Dude, Rita Repulsa's in there, for sure. So, they get into the castle, and Mina's, like, kind of turning into a vampire, but not really. And she's like, Dracula, I understand now. Only my love can set you free. And then she stakes him, and then he turns into, like, a puff of smoke. And that's the end of the movie. That's it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I glossed over in the interest of time because I'm not going to recap a two-hour and seven-minute movie where literally scenes are wasted. It's just stupid dialogue. Man, 
you you are not even ready for what I'm about to fucking throw at you. Oh, I forgot no, to sorry. mention. Wait, I forgot to mention my favorite part of the movie and who my movie MVP is. Yeah, no, I was about to ask you. I, I have, I have. So, I, what what is your favorite part of the movie? Go ahead, tell so me. So there's an asylum where Tom Waits is in. Yeah, in, in that asylum, the guards all are wearing like cages around their heads. <laughs> Like, they're just wearing random cages and hosing people all day long. It's awesome. So, if, you're, if your movie's going to have an MVP, well, give me your movie MVP and LVP. Oh, MVP? Oh, man. Definitely Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins really... is the MVP. Dude, he was trying really hard. He just shows up towards the end of the movie. Yeah, he's basically calling everyone idiots and like just saves everything. Okay. And uh movie LVP. Oh, there's this like annoying guy who played like a oh like a psychologist that was like that brought in Hopkins, like he called in Van Helsing. That guy was super annoying. He was and, just, uh, yeah. So are you giving this a recommend? What what's our rating system? Do we have a rating system? Or is it just like a recommend or a uh, you just, you just want to plagiarize. We hate movies. <laughs> is that is that what they do? They they recommend. Would you recommend this movie? I mean, sure. I mean, it's it's not plagiarism. It's uh, um, I think this is a scene to believe kind of movie. Like, it's obviously highly rated, and I don't really understand why. But like, I can understand why people would be interested. It's kind of like a fantasy movie. Like, literally. They turned Transylvania into Mordor, so. <laughs> turned Transylvania into Mordor. It's kind of interesting. I, if, I, so, I would recommend it, I, so even though based, I hated it. Based on everyone you've ever seen play Dracula, is, is Gary Oldman the best Dracula you've seen, or is there another? <sighs> I want to say Leslie Nielsen is the best Dracula I've ever played. <laughs> Well, he was dead and loving it. Yeah, so, so it was kind of tough to beat. Well, all right. So, do, all right. Here's the do you do you hate me for recommending this movie to you? I loathe you. Okay, okay. <laughs> because that's two hours that I'll never get back in my life. Anyway, I had to, dude. I had to break it up. I had to watch one hour one day and then another hour the other day because it was too much to just sit through it. Oh, I had to break it up. I had to break mine up too. Oh, I'm so. Oh, I don't know. It was. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think it was as it's as bad as I think God he's gonna be. Hold on. I'm I'm going to lay this sleeping child down so I can properly do this. Do you need to emote with your hands? Good. He's asleep. All right. Let me go in the other room here. Turn off the sound on here. Alright, buddy. So, first of all, you picking Gotti is fucking evil. I want you to know that. Uh, so, have you seen anything about this movie? I just know it's supposed to be terrible. Mm. And I figured it would be John Travolta basically doing his Bob Shapiro impersonation of the people versus OJ Simpson. Gosh, shit, hold on. Oh, 
Well, he's not asleep. Well, because he knows we're talking about this horrible movie. Come here, buddy. That was quick. Sleep until I laid him down. All right, so I told you this movie was directed by Kevin Connolly from Entourage, right? And you, you watch Entourage? Yes, I did. Do you remember when they made Medellin? Yes. This is John Travolta's Medellin. It is indescribable how fucking atrocious this is. You've, I, I take it you've seen every other mob movie, right? Yes. You, what's generally the lesson from mob movies? Uh, <laughs> lesson from mob movies is yeah. uh, don't talk. Well, the lesson from this movie is being in the mob is fucking cool. <laughs> All right? I just want you to know that, and that the cops are the bad guys, and the government are the real fucking bad guys. So this is basically made for, like, Italian people in Long Island and Staten Island. Oh, 1,000%. So this movie starts out, I shit you not, it opens up on a bridge, and it's John Travolta as, like, not Gotti at the end of his life, but Gotti at his peak, and he's looking... It must be the Brooklyn Bridge, and he, he's either standing, he's looking towards New York City, and he turns around, and he starts talking to the camera. <laughs> this is how the movie starts, and it's, I don't even remember what he said, because it's fucking nonsense. And then, cut to the beginning of the movie, and if you had to guess one performer that's going to perform the opening to the Gotti movie, who, what song do you think, is, well, not even what song, who do you think is going to be singing the opening song to Gotti? I want to say Eminem. Mm, wrong. First of all, you would think I, I to me I would think it'd be something, you know, like Frankie Valley or something like that. You know, it's fucking Pitbull. It's a Pitbull song. No, and you see I went Eminem because it was uh Mm-mm. not only is that not only that, it's an original Pitbull song for the Holy shit, no way. Yeah. 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 It's a, it references Sammy the Bull and all that shit. So Pitbull plays <laughs> this is after you see so you see Travolta as Gotti. Pipple's playing over clips of, like, newsreel of the real John Gotti. And it's, like, I, 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 the equivalent of home fucking movies of, hey, look at John Gotti. Hey, Wait, so they're actively, the guy. Hey. they're actively reminding you what the guy looks like before they show you a movie of a guy who look like doesn't him. look like him? So, oh, so, then they, you go, the movie starts and it starts with Gotti as a young guy. And you see him, you see Travolta sitting there and you can tell he's a young guy by the wig work because obviously Travolta's wigs are incredible. Uh, it's like tall hair. And instead of like the movie just starting, fucking Travolta's narrating the fucking movie. Wait. <clears throat> so he, he, he's he talks got to the camera. He talks to the camera, and then Gotti narrates, like, at, like from the grave. He's narrating his life story. Does he refer to himself as Mister Worldwide? He no, no, no. See, Pitbull, no, Pitbull, Pitbull is only the um, he referenced in the IMDb Tribune as the composer of this film. Keep in mind, there's no original music besides the Pitbull song, but Pitbull's <laughs> called the composer of this film. Oh my God! Yeah. So fucking so Travolta is now narrating this movie, and the and he then the scene starts, and they cut from him being a young man to the next scene, he's dying in prison, and his son's there to see him. His son's talking about cutting a deal and all that shit. None of this is explained, and Travolta's still doing the narrating. 
Then it cuts back to young Travolta starting his family and all that shit. And then all of a sudden, the narration stops. And you jump into the movie. You jump into the movie, the narration stops. And in, like there are just characters coming at you left and right. There's no explanation. You know how in Goodfellas, people would show up and Ray Liotta would be narrating, but he'd be narrating and it would pause for a second and he'd tell you who this person is. Yeah, there was that do. scene in the restaurant where they pause on each yeah, person and tell you who it is. Not one bit in this movie. Not one bit. People show up. Stacey Keach is in this movie. I have no fucking idea who Stacey Keach is supposed to be. They they reference all these people with their fucking mob names. You have no idea who's important, who's not important. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, like the Sopranos, they didn't really like introduce everyone. But no, sure. They, they kind did. of did. But people talked about other people. Where you got the feeling, oh, this guy's important. This guy, these, there's just people just in scenes. Just, I'm not sure what happens at this point, but like, as it goes on, it's it's Gotti moving his way up in the mob, right? And Stacy Keach is like, Stacy Keach's not trying an Italian accent, just being regular as Stacy Keach. Okay. So everybody, John Jovell is sitting there with his like, hey, Mamma Mia. That's what like, I was gonna ask. How bad no, is like, it? <laughs> it is. It is like watching a fucking cartoon. It's insane. He's it's insane, and he's just. A, and I'll give Travolta this because he did it on the O.J. Simpson show too. When he goes all in on something, he goes all in. It doesn't matter if the material is good or bad. He's he's in. He's fucking a thousand percent in. So. The movie is going, and I didn't know anything about. Did you know anything about John Gotti? Honestly, no. Okay. Well, you know they they now he's moving his way up, and he's got a family, and all of a sudden they cut to this kid on a bike going down the street, and then a fucking guy hits the kid in the car, like hits the kid with his car. You find out that it's his son. The kid is dead. All this, right? The kid is dead. Okay. So Travolta and the fucking mob, they fucking put a hit on this guy and it's just glossed over. There's no, you, first of all, you don't see the hit on the guy that killed the kid. It's talked about on the news. It's talked about so bad that the owner of the diner where the guy was kidnapped from had to sell his diner and leave. <laughs> and it's just fucking glossed over. It's not, never referenced again in the movie, it's never referenced again at any of the trials. They so in real life, Gotti was called the Teflon Don, right? Because he yeah. had been put on trial, and so you would think that the movie would revolve. Maybe a smarter movie would revolve around each trial, right? Mm-hmm. No, this movie cuts from scene to scene. None of the scenes have any kind of connection. All of a sudden, Travolta is in court, and you're like, "What the hell?" And they're saying a not guilty plea. You don't know why he's in court. Then the narration starts again, and he's like, yeah, we beat the case. I was like, what are you talking about, Travolta? So then it goes back to just, like, his regular family life and how his son was in the New York Military Academy. Basically, it's telling you that John Gotti, great family man. Okay, so basically what I'm getting from this is E from Entourage wanted to make a Tony Soprano movie just really shitty. With an actual character, like an actual person. 
it feels more like he wanted to make his own Goodfellas, but he he ma- it's like a caricature of Goodfellas. Yeah, because like he's he doing me- all of the Goodfellas bits, but with none of the like just shitty actual skill. Okay, because like when you told me about the courtroom, it kind of sounds like the part in Goodfellas where he's like in the courtroom as like a kid, and like they pay the judge. But you don't even know if they paid the judge. You wouldn't know because you don't see the judge. You hear the judge. You just see Travolta. And then there's a scene where Travolta is in court and there's another defendant sitting next to him. Oh, and this is the guy that was introduced. This man was introduced, I don't know, three minutes before, in a scene before. They were talking about how they've been friends forever and all this shit. Okay, that's fine. They've been friends forever. Cool. So now they're in court next to each other. You had just met this guy for the first time. Travolta gets put on uh, bail, and then you find out this other guy had been a um, a, a rat, basically. You, no context whatsoever of what this guy said, what this guy knew, because there's no like, there's no like, oh, there's I no saw foundation. this guy in the scene where Travolta said this and this and this. Like you, you have no idea. He's a fucking inexplicable. People just get introduced just to be like, I, I don't even know. You, so you there's no scene of this guy? Get, you, there's you no don't scene even of this guy? Travolta call for this guy to get whacked. I, I don't understand. So there's no scene where this guy is in a parking lot somewhere, in a car, with an FBI agent talking no, about stuff. No, none. Okay. Which is fine. You can, you can have the real reveal that way. But you never see this man with Travolta before. Is there a Sunday dinner scene? There, when the kid is getting, um, when the kid is about to be hit by the car, the family is making Sunday dinner. Does anybody say gravy? <laughs> no one brings up gravy. No one brings up gravy. That's not a real Italian movie. It's not a real mafia movie. So in in between these courtroom scenes, there's this another inexplicable, just like Travolta's at his oldest son's wedding and okay. it's his oldest son dancing with his new wife okay and Travolta's just being a good dad that's the scene so okay so what okay. I'm getting from this is they're like highlighting that he's a family man but oh, not... even better even better not only they're highlighting he's a family man there's another scene where they're, he's throwing this big block party it's the 4th of July Everybody in the neighborhood is out, and he's throwing this big block party. And these three cops come up, and they're like, "We get you got to shut it down. You can't have this many people." And he goes, "I got to shut it down. Go ahead. I hold." And he turns to another guy and goes, "Get my lawyer ready. We got bail money." And he fucking tells them, "Set off the fireworks." And they set off the fireworks, and the entire neighborhood goes nuts, and they love him. Keep in mind, he just killed a man who accidentally killed a child. So he made he, the poor diner owner where the man to kill the child was at. He made him sell his restaurant and move. He, countless kill it. Countless people had mob hits out on them. But you don't see any of it. None. None. So after after his son gets married, you cut to his son becoming a made man, right? Oh, Jesus. And his son is a made man by Sammy the Bull. And this is where you kind of get to know Sammy the Bull. And the entire time they bring up Sammy the Bull... Everybody that brings up Sammy the Bull, it mentions uh, he never serves any jail time. You can't trust him. You can't trust him. 
But they fucking trust him anyway. Who Dude, plays Sammy the Bull? No one famous. You, you know who they should have had on there? Uh, they should have had Raymond's brother. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Okay. And I, I, would, I would watch Brad Garrett as well. So after, after he becomes a made man and Sammy the Bull makes him a made man, all of a sudden Travolta's in fucking court again. And Travolta's, Travolta's in court again. And so Sammy the well, Sammy the they both go to prison, right? Then Sammy the Bull disappears from prison, and Travolta knows, oh, he became a rat. So they, it, then they flash back to another scene where the FBI was listening in on the conversations in their house, but there's no, you never see a scene where anything's planted. You never see that the FBI is listening to anything. This flashback is a flashback to nothing you've seen in the movie. It can't be a flashback. So, uh, this sounds really confusing and frustrating. (laughs) Because there's nothing... It's like someone made a full movie. Then somebody came in, cut it up, and then pasted it together. Then cut out pieces and pasted it all together. Oh, so you think there's like way more deleted scenes? No, I don't think so. Here's Here's what I think happened. I'm pretty sure that this is from like... I don't know if John Gotti wrote a book. I don't know if his family had anything to do with it. I, 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 it has to be from the Gotti point of view. It can't be, at least in Goodfellas, at least in Goodfellas. That's the Henry Hill like book. I'm pretty sure it's from. But at least Scorsese, Scorsese shows, oh, this is bad. Like it gets bad. Basically, at a certain point, Travolta finally gets put away for life, right? Yeah. And he gets five life sentences. And you hear the court telling him, you get five life sentences, and on top of that, you have to pay the $50 court fees. Do you have anything to say? So you think this is going to be- Wait, $50? Well, that's what the court fees are. And he goes, and they cut to Travolta, and you think maybe this is a time for a, a big speech, or maybe he'll narrate about how he felt. No, basically it's Travolta in his accent going, hey, the five life sentences I'll take, but the $50 surcharge, that's a little too much. Hey, and he like (laughs) smiles at the fucking camera. You motherfucker, you really think this is a good thing? And he cuts, and it cuts. And it cuts, and it goes, now he's in jail dying, and it's back to him and his son. And his son is talking about taking the plea deal, and it's a dying Travolta telling him, you can't take the plea deal. They're never gonna come. They're never gonna leave you alone. Yada yada yada. So, it turns out the kid doesn't take the plea deal. So Travolta's dead at this point, still narrating, and the movie all of a sudden turns to his son being in court over and over and over again, and finally, before uh, the mother, uh, the mother and Travolta's wife freaks. Played by Kelly Preston, by the way, in, in just. In, Another just in- incredible performance about how the government won't leave us alone. They've done nothing wrong. The government's the real criminals. And then John Gotti Jr. gets off scuffling. Okay. New and theory. And that's the movie. And then after that, it cuts back to Travolta at where the beginning scene was on the Brooklyn Bridge. About okay. how he would have never read it, and you'll never find another person like him, even if you live for five thousand years. And the movie cuts, and it cuts back to Pitbull. 
Uh, you know who did live 5,000 years and would never rat? Count Dracula. Dracula. Yes. He just turns into actual rats. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Listening to this, I have a new theory. Um, I think this was bankrolled by John Gotti Jr. I know who I know who it was bankrolled by. Who? The biggest crooks of them all. Fucking movie pass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a real thing. It's a, it came up at the beginning, a movie pass production. Dude, do you think movie pass is like a money laundering scheme? By the looks of this movie, yes. Yes, there's no doubt in my mind. And now I think the Gotties are involved in movie pass. It's not Jeez. so not only is it a movie pass scheme, but Pitbull is the composer. It just it's it really is just it, everything about it is inexplicable. This honestly sounds like some guy named Vito in Staten Island wrote a movie and this is what he wrote. Yeah, it's like when Christopher made that horror movie on the on the Sopranos. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, oh, fuck. With the meat hook or something? <laughs> it was something stupid. Oh. Any, sop- any Sopranos character actors in this movie? You, lacking the Sopranos character actors. But apparently Joe Pesci was supposed to be in this movie. Oh, he he really saved himself on this one. Uh, he filed a lawsuit. I'm, I'm looking this up. He filed a lawsuit against the producers because he gained 30 pounds. And then they, cut, then they were going to give him a different role. That's not a real thing. Is it really? And Lindsay Lohan was um, originally signed for this movie. And she was too difficult. And they got rid of her. Oh, my God. You know who almost played? You know who almost played John Gotti? <sighs> who? If you could guess anyone besides Travolta to play John Gotti, can you can you think of anybody? Do you want my actual answer? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> No man, it would have been. Oh. But you know what? I think Stallone has more, like, he can kind of look inward more than Travolta, and yeah, just he, be like, "Yeah, we, maybe we should say that this is bad. This is bad." Yeah, the Italian stallion plays the tough on Don. Oh. I think it would have been a great idea. Uh, I now I don't even want to watch this movie. No, you don't. I I do not recommend it. I'm oh. very upset with you that I had to watch it. Oh, you I watched hate me. it and I got through a half hour of it, and I did that thing where you hit the play button to see, see how, how much, much longer the movie had, and I still had like a full hour and fifteen minutes left, and I wanted to throw my remote to the television. What sucks is that it's so bad we can't even make fun of it. No, because it's a caricature of it's like it was basically it might have it might as well have been financed by a fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> it's a heap of shit. Oh my god! It's just a fried ravioli of a movie. I I want you to just go. It's it's streaming on Prime. I want you to just go on 
and I want you to just watch the opening scene. I don't want you to watch anything else. I just want you to watch the opening scene, and then you'll understand the kind of movie that we're talking about. I am a big fan of Pitbull. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Dolly. It. Uh, oh my god. It's a truck. I, I was I was actually very upset. That so MVP. The the MVP. Uh, it's got to be the kid that plays John Gotti Jr. For a second, I thought you were going to say the kid that got killed. <laughs> no, I'll give you my fucking LVP right now. It's fucking Kevin Conley. <laughs> Well, he's everyone's LVP. I, he, I, 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 I don't know if I've ever been more upset with a director. Did he not learn his lessons from Medellin? It, it's it's it, it is Medellin. Oh, also the guy that directed Medellin in uh, Entourage is in this movie. Jesus, really? Mm-hmm. The crazy guy. Yeah, Billy Walsh. Yes, Billy Walsh. He eventually Billy becomes a rat. This, okay. So there's no Sunday dinner where someone says gravy. I'm guessing there's a lack of gabagool. Uh, and no, no pussy bolsonaro, no, uh, no Bobby Bacalao, no. There's a, there's a guy that does pipe bombs and they call him like gas pipe, whatever. I it's it's uh, it's Sammy the Bull, obviously, in there. It's all real life people, so the names don't get too crazy. But it's 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 everything bad about mom movies with no redeeming qualities. No, it doesn't sound like anything awesome. It sounds like he kind of tried to do the departed without all the killing. You know how like in Donnie Brasco, how Al Pacino lives a sad, sad life. Yeah. That's how I felt. I felt like Al Pacino in Donnie Brasco watching this movie. Okay. So what was your favorite scene in the movie? Other than the pit bull scene? <laughs> oh, my God. This. Oof. Oh, there's a scene where to prove again that Gotti, while Gotti is t- talking about ordering a hit, there's an old lady struggling to get down the street. So he goes, hey, won't you help this lady? And has one of his goons go help the lady. Because, again, it proves that John Gotti was actually a very nice man. <laughs> the wedding scene itself is also completely... There's a guy singing, and they're all dancing at the end of it. And then right before everybody sits down, Travolta turns around and gives the guy a head nod. Now, you don't see the guy singing at all before this. And then it cuts to the guy singing, and he's so happy that Travolta told him it was a good job. Is it Steve Buscemi? I, I wish. I wish. I wish. How is this he is, not in that movie? This is not a recommend from me, but I, I, I do want everyone just to watch the opening scene. Oh, my God. So this is how we started our inaugural episode, uh, talking about a Dracula movie that actually sounds more competent than this. I... At least Dracula realizes that Dracula is a bad guy. Yeah, but it took Keanu Reeves way too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Kevin Connolly's still trying to figure out if God John God is a bad guy. 
I mean, I think Kevin Conley is probably afraid that he's going to get his kneecaps broken if he says John Connery's a bad guy. <laughs> Kevin Conley killed by fucking movie pass. Oh, the movie pass mob? <sighs> oh, so, hopefully by next episode, we, uh, oh, and finally the scale on if I hate you or not. Yeah. I was pretty close to hating you. I was pretty close to just canceling the podcast altogether. Oh, just done with that? Yeah, just like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, man. But I do have a doozy for you for next week. Oh, I actually have one for you, too. So we can just do it now if you want. Great. Do you, um, do you, you want to go first? No, you go first. All right. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it stars uh, Tom Wilkinson and Sam Worthington. <laughs> and it is called. The Titan. No. Okay. Have you seen it? No, I I've heard of it though. Okay. Well, you are you are watching The Titan next week. Would you like I, me to give you the synopsis? Uh, it's a Netflix original, right? Uh, I don't know. It's yes, it is, and it is a military family takes part in a ground groundbreaking experiment of genetic evolution and space exploration. I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, well, um, that's what you get because I gave you a four point eight out of ten on IMDb, buddy. Well, you get Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli? Okay. <laughs> I was gonna watch it anyway. I'll watch Mowgli. What were you gonna watch it anyway? I, I, it, I, I like Andy Circus things. It can't be that good. It, it's got a, it's got a good cast. It doesn't have John Favreau. That's true. It it has Andy Serkis, who I'm pretty sure is a better di- director than John Favreau. And it doesn't have Christopher Walken acting like a gigantopithecus. <laughs> you you are correct. It, it would not happen. So um, we'll figure out when to do this next week because I don't know what my schedule is coming up. Um, we might have to do it towards the end of this week if that's cool. That's fine. All right. We'll that we'll figure that we'll figure that out. But. Uh, this was a solid first episode, nailing it at about an hour in. I think it wasn't that bad. We could probably add more jokes to it, but I, I, I don't think it was terrible. I didn't even look at my notes. I took so many notes too. I took. I wrote down a ton of notes, but I have a baby in my arm. Most of my I, notes were like a timestamp with "I hate Gabe." <laughs> my notes were all on my phone. Hold on, let's see if I can read one of them. Uh, oh shit! Did I just exit? Oh. oh no, I didn't. Um, let's see. Yeah, the first note I have is why does Transylvania look like Mars? Uh, let's should see. we? Should we? Since we've ripped off, we hate movies, which is a podcast everyone should listen to. Should we um, read? See if we can find a five star review on these movies. <laughs> <laughs> read the five star reviews I oh. have so I'm on IMDB still and I have a 10 out of 10 okay one of my notes is blood vomit <laughs> that's it uh, um, 10 out of 10 by Alan Susie as a big fan of mafia type movies I found Travolta's gaudy Exceptionally well done and entertaining. Not a big fan of John Travolta's work after Cotter and Grease, but blame that on the action movie genre that was too often typecast in. Total redemption is John Gotti Sr. Loved his portrayal as Gotti, extraordinary makeup, and accurately portrayed. 
writers and cast did their research, thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Oh my god. I have some reviews here. I have a 10 out of 10. Oldman is the best Dracula ever. This is the best rendition of Dracula ever captured on film. Gary Oldman's dark and sensual persona outshines any other vampire who ever dared to put on a cape. To me, Gary Oldman is the most talented and underrated actor ever. He becomes who he is playing. However, in this role, Dracula became him. Oldman set the bar so high it is untouchable even to Bella Lugosi. Winona Ryder's delicacy suited the role of Mina. I forgot that that was Winona Ryder. <laughs> Nicely, and Keanu Reeves played the unsuspecting and naive Jonathan with satisfaction. However, the whole movie comes together because of Gary Oldman's intoxicating essence. He draws the viewers into his darkness and passion and guides them through until the end. This film is drastically romantic and hauntingly captivating, just like a real Dracula movie should be. The cinematography deserved Oldman's phenomenal performance and perfected created a true vampire realm. Francis Ford Coppola is brilliant. This is the spirit of the vampire. I will say this. Gary Oldman gave off a creepy vibe, not a sensual one. This uh, this 10 out of 10 is a good one. Andre Donis put, uh, audience love Gotti. All the critics are wrong because audiences love Gotti. There was no fun- <laughs> there was no punctuation. Audiences is capitalized every time it's in there. So is the word all. And the title of the um, the title of the review is just "Hey." So uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, it's just I I can't even read any more of this. This is reading these ten out of tens makes me realize how Trump there's, got elected. There's another one. Uh, there's some truly outstanding things in this film. The editing, excellent. Who's <laughs> at editing? Oh, here's a highlight for this one. Keanu Reeves is not as bad as many of you think. He makes the best of his underwritten character. Ten out of ten. Well, buddy, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. I think I finally got the kid back to sleep. We'll, well, what am I? Wa- you're watching the Titan, a Netflix original. And watching oh, Mowgli. It's a Nef- next week is Netflix original week, and I'm watching Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Which I don't think it's going to be that good. Well, we're going to find out, man. I I know for a fact that movie is not going to be good that you saw, that you're oh. watching. So I've seen it. It is. Wait, is that the movie where the guy turns into a fish? Have you seen this movie? No, but I've heard of it. Well, have fun with it. I will talk to you next week, bud. All right. Take care out there. Later. Bye.